Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. So a question for you, do you get angry at stuff? Do you find yourself getting in angry situations? Anger is funny stuff. And as I said last week, um, we're going to be dealing and talking with about, with about, we're going to be talking about various emotions over the next couple of weeks. And anger is the first one that I've chosen to deal with. We're going for the big one. Well, actually, there's another big one, but let's stick with the anger story. So what is anger? Why do we get angry? It's fascinating when you start to unpack this I wonder if you've ever explored what anger is or where your anger comes from, why you are expressing or why you're feeling it, not necessarily expressing it. So there are two things about anger. One thing is about recognizing we feel it and doing something about it when we do rather than suppressing it. It's interesting because the first sign of anger tends to be a physical response um, for me, I feel it in my gut when I when I when I know I'm angry. I, I it's a kind of an upsurge in my gut, uh, and also my heart rate can go up. So we all have different physical symptoms that let us know that something is not right. You see, anger is information, but it's often suppressed. So what happens when we suppress anger? Famous quote in the uh, in the personal development circle was about the burnt toast syndrome. And this is where uh, the idea of a couple having a blazing row over a burnt piece of toast. And the reality is the toast was the trigger for all the other things that they were angry about. And that's the thing about anger. It's something that we're often told when we're very young that it's inappropriate to express our anger or feel it. And unless that stuff is dealt with properly, it does kind of stack up it doesn't go away and that's the reality of anger it never goes away unless you focus and deal with it and it's surprising how much anger we carry and how it gets used against us one of the things i notice in the world is that people can get really frustrated and really um aggressive in social media and the media and social media to some extent kind of stacks this stuff it kind of shows you things that it will knows that will antagonize you because it creates more activity you see we are being managed you know, from a data perspective when you go onto facebook or any of the major social media platforms how you interact with stuff is being noted and if you are someone that reacts in a way feeds more confrontation feeds more activity it will serve you more stuff to do that. And certainly the, the media likes to provoke us with what they call righteous indignation. And that is anger. 
So let's unpack it a little bit further. What does that mean? What is that about? Okay, so anger. Why do we get angry? That's the question, isn't it? So the fundamental basics of anger is when the world, the reality of the world, does not meet your picture or expectation of the world, that is when anger happens. Thinking of the football violence that used to be predominant in the UK many years ago, the fans would get angry. It would be kind of like a a mob anger because of a referee decision which lost them the game because they had such an expectation that their team would win. And the reality did not meet that. And so there's this anger, this is frustration that they didn't meet that. There has been much debate as to why these young people resorted to violence following a football game. And much of it is probably down to stored anger in other parts of their lives. And in the 80s, it was a particularly hard time for young men to find work. And possibly much of their frustration was being placed, misplaced, should we say, in their team losing. So we're back to this thing about the picture. And what this is about is that we all have in ourself, in our body, in our, uh, in our makeup, values and stories and narratives attached to those values. We expect the world, the environment, things to work out as we have pre-planned them or as we have perceived they should. And when they don't, that affects us in a certain way and when they seriously don't when they are pushing us into a place where we are really uncomfortable about the fact that there is a mismatch that mismatch can precipitate as anger now for most of us living a relatively balanced life that anger can be slight or the irritation can be slight but it's when it builds up over a period of time, that it becomes hard, focused anger. So a repetitive problem, like the neighbour keeps doing something, or an employee keeps doing something. These are the times when it starts to boil over into a point where the issue is not being resolved in any way, and so it's the frustration level starts to increase. A real-life example happened a couple of weeks ago. My wife and I had driven into town and we were parking the car. And there was a car pulling out and we couldn't get in in a sensible position to access. So we had to wait quite a way back to allow this car to pass us. And as this car left, another car came in and stole the parking space. And so there was a... And there were no parking spaces left at that point. Oh, oh, right. Cheers, mate. Thank you. And so I'm now in a bad position, stuck in the car park, and he had to walk past me to go into the shop. And so I I jokingly said, well, well well played there. You kind of took the parking place. And And rather than say sorry, or he made some rude remark, what I perceived as as a rude remark about that I wasn't quick enough. And I noticed in me my anger rise. In fact, it, my, it rose in my wife as well. We both experienced a flush of kind of like anger about it. And we talked about it. And it's, it's fascinating to recognise that we were pissed with this guy for 
not necessarily stealing the parking space, but his unapologetic attitude, in actual fact, flippant and even rude remark, not actually recognising what he had done. And that is an example of a person. See, oh, okay, he took the space and you know, that was fine. But had he come and said to me, sorry, mate, I didn't see you, it would not have rankled at all. I'd have gone, yeah, it's fine. But because he did it, he took the piss out of me effectively. The fact that I wasn't quick enough really wound me up. He didn't show me the respect I, was, I, I wanted. And that was why I was getting angry. Okay, let's take stock here. Anger, it is a massive topic and there's no way I can do it justice in 10 minutes. But I want to serve you something that you can use in that time. Just to give you some thoughts around it that you can, that you can work on yourself. One of the simplest things to do in terms of if you are feeling frustrated or you can feel anger rising in you is well done for being aware of it. And before you react to it, if you can take a breath, the feeling will often pass. The anger will often pass. It will subside. If you are someone which is, who is carrying a lot of anger, if you've got a lot of past anger to deal with from past relationships, family issues and all sorts of things, and hey, you know, we all have this stuff, it's there. If you're aware of it, sometimes it's really worthwhile having a conversation with someone about it to try and remove it, to try and find some way of forgiving the things that were done to you so you can release the anger because that's the basics of it anger gets released by forgiving the perpetrator because holding on to it is only poisoning yourself that's the most important thing to remember you know a word of caution about expressing anger physically you know there are some people that think going and punching a punch bag is a good way of expressing anger on some level, it is. It's very cathartic. But the important thing is here, you must be expressing it without inflicting any pain on yourself. So wear the right gloves and punch a bag that is absorbing the blows rather than reflecting or pushing the energy back into the fists. Because the point about it is, some people who experience pain on the inside will try and experience pain on the outside. That's kind of a self-harming thing to try and balance the pain of one and the other. And so that's why take care when expressing anger physically. Make sure you're doing it where the expression is a dissipation of the energy rather than a concentration energy which hurts you back. That is why some therapists get people to express anger by punching and thumping pillows because there's no chance of that ever hitting you or hurting you back. And I'm no therapist on this, I you know, full, you know, full caveat here, it's just the experience I've had over the years of seeing people work with anger and also working with some of my own. You know, speaking of my own anger, what do I do with this stuff? I get incredibly frustrated by politics, by climate change, by some of the big issues facing us in the world that I see, see there's no action being taken and I, and I see... I, you know, I can feel my anger rising now, just talking about, just touching on those things. And what I do is I write, I journal, and I and I look at how I can use that anger positively. And that's the one most amazing thing about anger. It is it is a warning sign. It is an indicator that there is a conflict within us, that something is not meeting a need or desire in us. And when we can identify that and use that energy as a as a way of of creating change, of moving towards change, 
That's when anger is very powerful and very, very well used. And there are notable uh, people in history that have seen something that has made them absolutely furious and they have gone out and done something to change it. And they've taken their, their, their anger, their, their absolute fury at this situation and used it for something positive. So final points for you. If you are in an angry situation where you are feeling anger rising, breathe. Always breathe. Always take it back to the breath. If anger is something that's a regular thing for you, seek help. Um, relaxation is good. Relaxation techniques, yoga, meditation, all those things are useful. If you want to process it, write about it. Write about the situation. Who was it? What happened? Why did you feel anger in that situation? Can you forgive anybody? And can you forgive yourself is another thing as well. So there's lots of things in here, but I do not want to go over 15 minutes in this conversation. That's why I'm giving you lots and lots of things to think about in the recognition that you're going to have to go and look somewhere else to get more details. You know, as I said, it is such a massive subject and I and I don't think I could do it justice in a couple of hours on here. But, you know, it's really, really worth looking at. So that's it for me for this week on this topic of anger. Uh, next week we will deal with something else. And I haven't decided what that will be yet. We will pick up another subject. Let's see where that takes us. So do check out the website lifepassionandbusiness.com because that is where all of our interviews are and these shortcasts. And it's also where you'll find the five questions workbook and ebook. And to me, in my, to my mind, you know, we are living in a world that is changing so fast at the moment. There is so much going on and it, it's our responsibility to take charge of the life we're leading. The five questions workbook, in my opinion, is the first steps to really, really focus on what it means to be living a good life. And we've got some times ahead and we're going to have to really work at getting the life we want in those times so do check out the book it's 12.99 and there's a special bonus in there at the moment so do check that one out if you've enjoyed this podcast do tell people about it because that's how we spread the word my mission is to help people move forward in this amazing thing we call life but I can only do that with your help. So if you know someone that would enjoy this podcast, please point them in the direction. Please share it with a friend. Write a comment. Give us a review. Because because every little bit you do really, really helps. Anyway, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I'll catch you next time. All the best. <laughs>